Hey everyone, I'm Shreya and I'm hosting my very first podcast series that's called Shoot the Breeze. So Shoot the Breeze means to have like a casual conversation and an informal speech in North American English. I'm a high school junior and I love to sing and write because they're like my two favorite hobbies out of the many. Podcasting and being a podski is a new area of activity for me and as I wanted to share my perspectives in a few different topics of interest I really couldn't find a better way I wish I can bring out the best content and entertain you all to the fullest hope you have a great few minutes of listening and learning So my first episode is called The Panic Demic. I know most of you would have freaked out already, but I promise I'm not going to give you a science lecture or educate you about the routinely heard precautionary measures and helpline or warmline numbers. I will be telling you briefly about the uniqueness of this virus as all viruses differ from each other just like we humans do, and I will give you a few motivational tips to cope with stress during a time like this because a lot of hassles will make life troublesome and we don't want that, right? Staying mentally healthy is very important for productivity and effectiveness. It greatly impacts your thoughts, behaviors and emotions. Mental health isn't about the destination. It's about the process. How you drive through and where you end up matters. So let's begin. What's really interesting about the novel coronavirus or the SARS-CoV-2 is that it has like a fluorine cleavage site in real world terms. This means that it can attack host cells much quicker and more efficiently than other viruses. This increases the transmissibility up to 1000 fold. Furthermore, in relatively healthy subjects, a minuscule exposure can go undetected for up to 2 weeks, making containment in a globalized world like ours particularly problematic. So the lowdown, it's out there and where it will show up next is anybody's guess. So when the virus outbreak caused a lot of rapid changes around us, it was agreeably quite hard to keep up. Let me tell you one of my experiences. One day, my dad and I went to buy groceries so we could keep a stock for emergencies and I believe that's what everybody did. As we went along the path I kept staring at the streets cuz in a once upon a time very busy street there wasn't even a single living spirit around and I couldn't like acclimatize When we approached the supermarket which is usually crowded we saw that it was crowded more than ever before cuz the people had to wait for their turn to order stuff cuz nobody except staff were allowed inside and the fact that people had to stand 6 feet apart from each other it was impossible to wait in such a long queue so we checked at another store nearby and the condition was way worse we kept looking and as it started getting darker we found a small kirana kind of store and there were about 6 to 8 people there so my dad suggested we could try and buy some of the things in our list Even as we were returning home, I kept staring at the empty pavements, the lightless and the customerless shops, the lifeless environment, and more importantly, this time I stared at people's masks. For some reason, I truly don't know. Maybe it was all very new to me or something. But what's funny is that I kept thinking about all these shady stuff even after getting back home. But now, yes, I've accepted reality and I've adapted to the new normal. So if I can, I think you can too. By the way, what is this new normalcy havoc everyone is talking about? We're adjusting to this pandemic last reality to prepare for a new future. The turmoil wrecked on lives is bound to shape mindsets and priorities. A sense of security will matter more and appreciation for family, community and the earth will be renewed. 
The pandemic has shown us why state capacities are so vital. The awareness of a common fate and the prosperity of so many livelihoods could lead to a great clamor for public services and infrastructure and could result in a surrender of autocracy. The worth of work is being re-evaluated and industries are being rejigged. Our digital dependency has also become more entrenched. So moving on to the next segment of the episode let me now introduce the mantra of this episode no gloom no doom So here's a quick fact chronic stress has a, as big a psychological impact on the body as too much sugar and processed foods so the best thing you can do is manage your stress levels and try and maintain them as low as possible stay tuned to know more tips and tricks Number 1 practice basic personal hygiene i bet you all know what this is it's like regularly washing your hands eating clean bathing twice every day etc so let me just move on number 2 increase your vitamin c or ascorbic acid intake to 500 to 1500 mg per day as they enhance t cell proliferation cell redox cell membrane health and signaling and mitochondria energy production Also stay on top of your gelatin or collagen intake cuz these proteins work in conjunction to maintain cell membrane integrity. Number 3, maintain a regular workout schedule and practice cardiovascular exercises daily. Yoga is a wonderful way of sustaining body and mind flexibility and balance. Perpetuate a healthy sleep cycle of about 7 to 8 hours a day to avoid mood swings. Number 4, involve yourself in household activities, learn new chores and help your family in like doing the dishes or folding and arranging the clothes or cooking or gardening etc. Stay in touch with your family even if you're physically isolated. Number 5, Disband or detox yourself from all social media sites and technology to try and cherish the natural world around you. Take a break from the digital world cuz there are so many undiscovered things apart from checking Twitter updates and viewing your f- friends statuses and stories. This will create space for your creativity and imagination and your eyes will be less exposed to these harmful blue rays. Believe me. Studies suggest that continued exposure to blue light over a period of time can lead to damaged retina cells. Stay informed but don't obsessively keep checking the news as in don't mug up the spike in the number of cases per minute worldwide or something. Most importantly, stick to trusted sources like the WHO, World Health Organization and CDC or Center for Disease Control and Prevention for reliable information. Number 6 Transform your home into a wonderful place to stay, a place of peace and not of war and a place of embrace and not of distance because there may be rules, regulations and restrictions outside the house, but when it comes to your house, you should make it home is where happiness is. You can turn your house into a restaurant by trying out new recipes, a nursery by planting your own mini garden, a party by grooving to some of your favorite tracks and dancing for them, a school by learning something new every day, a temple by praying and hoping the best for all those who are ill and for this period to end quickly and any other atmosphere you'd enjoy. So stop saying that you're bored and upset especially to the outlanders that you can't leave the house cuz everyone in the hospitals and quarantine centers around the world would be waiting and praying to get back to their homes and just imagine the situation of the homeless during such a time let's just take a look at how their lives are like in the pandemic How do we keep washing our hands with Dettol? Our kids alert us when water comes in the nearby park every 2 days and we go to fill our buckets. 
we drink, bathe and cook in the same water we get from the pipe. Our basic precaution is to stay home, but how will we stay home? It's close to impossible to practice social distancing in informal settlements in the cramped up clusters and shelters that we live in. Eviction threats, lack of access to basic amenities and absence of government interventions are major setbacks for their living conditions. We had made luxury an integrated part of living. We should try and keep it minimum during crises like these. Had we known what boredom was back then, or is this the new fad we've included in dictionaries with the sole purpose of having more than required ready in pipelines? Number seven, rewind those hobbies that you left in those yellow shelves of your past and try to brush up on them. These skills can help you manage your emotions during this outbreak. Emotions are contagious and you don't want to be at mercy with them, right? I practiced some crochet, cross-stitch, acrylic paintings and wrote a hell lot of songs and poems during my pastime. Don't feel like you're locked up in the lockdown like Jolly. The central ideology is to motivate you to make the best out of your free time in a productive way. Kudos to all those who took some of their time off to listen to this podcast because I hope you had a great few minutes of listening and learning. Show some love by staying tuned and enjoy throughout.